There was a city and a people who decided to build a tower to heaven. Why they did it and what it meant has a deeper meaning than just a story with the moral about towering pride. First 15 Podcast is brought to you by Word of Prayer, and I'm Ron. I'll be your guide on this journey. Welcome to our new listeners, and thank you to our followers. We practice reading the Bible as we listen to God speak to us, meditating on the Word, and then using the Scripture to pray to God. Subscribe or follow the podcast if you haven't already. Season 5 of our podcast is focused on learning to listen and pray through Bible stories or narrative, which make up almost half of the Bible. We've said before that the first 11 chapters of Genesis tell a universal story, and we've seen that God creates the world, calls it good, stamps mankind with his image, and seeks to bless all people. He loves all people, even in the face of their sin and disobedience. We also saw the world judged in a flood sent by God that wiped out creation except for Noah, a righteous man, and eight human souls in an ark filled with animals of the earth and sky. Another point that we've made is that the structure of Genesis is not really built on the chapters and verses that we find in our Bibles, but on something else, generations. There are 10 markers of generations throughout the book of Genesis, which give it its structure and its organizing principle. Today's story is surrounded with the generations of all people, especially those who came after the flood and filled the earth again. On the last episode, we had a long reading from Genesis 6 through 9. In fact, the longest so far on our podcast. Right after Noah plants a garden and the incident with his three sons, we get two genealogies. One in Genesis 10 features the descendants of Noah's sons, Japheth, Ham, and Shem. At the end of this section is a story that we're listening to today. It's immediately followed up by another genealogy, that gives a more in-depth look at Shem's descendants, and that connects us to a man named Terah and his son Abram. After Genesis 11, the focus of the whole story narrows down to one individual family and their descendants, centered in Abraham. We'll be talking more about that on an upcoming episode. Today, we're going to listen to the story from Genesis 11, verses 1-9, through 9, about the towering pride of humans. All the earth was of one language and of one speech. As they traveled east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they lived there. They said to one another, Come, let's make bricks and burn them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they used tar for mortar. They said, Come, let's build ourselves a city and a tower whose top reaches to the sky, and let's make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad on the surface of all the land. Yahweh came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. Yahweh said, Look, they are one people. 
and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing will be withheld from them which they intend to do. Come, let's go down and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So Yahweh scattered them abroad from there on the face of all the land. They stopped building the city. Therefore, its name was called Babel, because there Yahweh confused the language of all the earth. From there, Yahweh scattered them abroad on the face of all the earth. First, we have a story about what? A building project? About the origin of all the different languages? Well, that's how I read it and understood it many times. I also imagined that these primitive people from long, long ago actually imagined that they could build a skyscraper to heaven. That's what this is about. In 2011, I moved my family to Shanghai, China. We lived in the middle of downtown, within walking distance actually from the tallest building in China at the time. We called it the bottle opener. That's kind of what it looked like. It has a big hole in the top, like a bottle opener. It's actually called the Shanghai World Financial Center, and it's over 100 stories tall. Right next to it, they built the Shanghai Tower, an even taller skyscraper that's 2,000 feet tall, or 128 floors. Looking up at these mega-tall structures made me marvel at the engineering required to reach so high. The view of the city of Shanghai from the observation decks is something unforgettable. It really is like being up in a plane or helicopter. You're up in the clouds at times. What is it about human beings that we want to build towers that scrape the sky? Something in us aspires to go up higher and higher. But I don't think the story in Genesis 11 is really about that. At least that's not the main point. There are some key words in the passage, though, that are repeated and focus our attention. Here they are. First, name. This is an important term in verse 4 and 9, and really it's hugely important throughout the Bible. From the beginning of creation, when God gave mankind the authority to rule and name all the animals, names take on a practical and a symbolic importance. We called attention to Adam, first man, and Eve, mother of all the living, and some of the other names that have come up as well. Now, in this story, Genesis 11, the motives of these people in building a city and a tower was to make a name for themselves. Second, the word scattered. This word is also repeated in verses 4, 8, and 9. The city builders gathered together to avoid being scattered over the face of the land. But in the end, that's exactly what God did to them. He scattered them everywhere. Third expression is all the land or earth. Now, in Hebrew, the word for land and earth are the same, Eretz. 
And this phrase, all the land or all the earth, is used five times in these nine verses. They left all the land to build their city in the east, it says. And besides making a name for themselves, they were trying to avoid being scattered over all the earth. Remember, back in Genesis 1, verse 28, God's will was that mankind fill the land and rule over it. Well, that would require scattering over all the earth versus staying concentrated in one city. The city is named Babel, and its location on the plain of Shinar in the east is meant to identify it as Babylon a place that has both historic and great symbolic importance to the storyline of the entire Bible. Every time I heard or read the story of the Tower of Babel, I read it on its own, just focusing on Genesis 11, 1-9. And I never realized I was missing some important context. Maybe it's because I used to resist paying attention to genealogies. A list of a bunch of foreign names, hard to pronounce. Now that's not very interesting, right? But what comes before our story in chapter 10, the three sons of Noah and their descendants, actually uses these same terms. Shem, one of Noah's sons, well his name rhymes with the Hebrew word for name, Shem. That's probably not a coincidence. The city of Babylon gets prominent mention in chapter 10, verse 10, and the scattering of people is also mentioned in chapter 10, verse 18. The fact that all these people, tribes, nations in Genesis 10 are eventually divided into languages and nations after the flood sets us up for the story in Genesis 11, so it really is no surprise. We've already been told what's happening and what's going to happen. What is surprising is that what all these people, united in purpose and language, cannot accomplish in Genesis 11 is something that God declares he will accomplish in Genesis 12. Starting with just one man, Abram, whom he will bless if he leaves his father's land if he voluntarily scatters, and God will make his name great, and he will be a blessing to all the peoples of the earth. So Genesis 11 is about more than a story of God's judgment on a proud people and how we got all the different languages of earth. It reminds us that God's intent is to bless all people, to bring about good, to set them up, to rule, but not for selfish ends, instead working under God's guidance and wisdom. And while language can sometimes divide us, Pentecost in Acts 2 shows us that God can bridge the gaps of language and bring people back together in unity. Let's pray to God using this scripture. God, you made us one. Set us up to rule and reflect your image, to fill the land and serve you, to praise your great name. Your will is to bless us, to bring about good in our lives 
and through us for all people. You know we battle with sin and are tempted to disobey you, to make a name for ourselves apart from you. In grace, you scattered us, confused our language so that evil would not be concentrated, united into a formidable force. God, in your purpose and through people you have chosen, unite us, bless us, and help us to realize our true humanity. We will worship you in spirit and truth and walk with you in righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. God's story surprises us the more we meditate on it. It teaches us to humble ourselves and let God show us his ways instead of taking matters in our own hands. Cain didn't master his anger, and he let sin overtake him. He took his brother's life. The people before the flood gave themselves over to wickedness and ruined themselves and God's good creation. People after the flood tried to defy God, to concentrate their energies in building a city and a tower while making a name for themselves. Despite all of this, God will not be outflanked or outdone. He can save the world through one righteous person. He can bless the whole world, starting with one man. How is God speaking to you? In what ways is he challenging the purposes and plans of your heart? Make sure you're building something that honors God. In our next episode, we're going to take a look at the big picture of the story of the Bible, and I'm really looking forward to it. Let me hear from you with a note about how you're being helped or impacted by this podcast. You can find us at wordofprayer.com. That's with dashes, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can support our podcast by checking out our books on Amazon or browsing our Etsy store with products inspired by these episodes. For links to these, check out our show notes in the program description or go to wordofprayer.com. Seek God in all your plans and purposes today. Blessings. Blessings.